Hi, how are you? It's Aubrey from Be The Evidence Podcast. Susan Grace and I are so excited that you are here. You're joining in these conversations. We love having them and hearing from you. And Be The Evidence, you learn about consciousness, about astrology, about wellness practices, and we love doing it. So a couple of new things that are applicable for the month of April. We are doing dual readings where you can book Susan and I at the same time. And it's this beautiful blend of absolute magic. And it's magic from astrology charts and then information from your guides and downloaded messages and images and tarot draws that are really pertinent to where you are in your specific needs right now. If you're interested in having a dual reading with us, please go to the show notes or go ahead and email us at betheevidencepodcast at gmail.com. The show notes do contain all of the information though as well, along with additional links that you can check us out from. Another thing that we have just launched, which we are so stinking stoked about, is in bonus interviews. So these bonus interviews are with change makers. They are with intuitives. They are with people that are inspirational, that are walking, talking examples of what be the evidence truly means. And they are standing up for the world that they want to see in so many different ways. And it's really empowering and impactful to give them a listen. So if you're curious about these bonus episodes of the interview series, you can not only find it within the podcast. If you go back to episodes, you'll see bonus and it will be a podcast uh, interview, but you can also visually see us. We are on YouTube and Venmo and that's at Be The Evidence. So that's another way to access us. Beyond that, Susan and I have created the thriving and super supportive community of Be The Evidence Live. This community is amazing. It is filled with up-to-date, real-time astrological text messages to keep you aware of the energies as they shift, which is badass. Then you also get live calls, and if you can't make the live calls, you get recorded access to them. There, You get access to all of our goodies ahead of everybody else. You also can get presence practices and guided meditations that can help keep you centered. There is a private group that takes place that's full of really supportive people that are also walking this path of consciousness and becoming the evidence of the life that they would like to see in the world. So there's lots of ways that you can plug in and connect with Susan and I. No matter which way you reach out to us, know that we are deeply, deeply grateful for you. We're deeply grateful for the time that you are taking to listen into these conversations. We are deeply grateful for the way that you show up in the world. We are really grateful for the ways that you acknowledge your humanness and how you are willing to expand. Thank you. And now, without further ado, here's the podcast. Well, happy April 11th. Here we are. Here we are. Still here. Breathing. Lots of, lots of yeah, breathing, thinking, probably more than we should. Yeah. 
-hmm. There's a lot going on in the head right now. I mean, a lot. I, 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 I keep telling myself, you need to focus. You need to focus because you can go into a mental tailspin uh, with worry, and fear, and disappointment. And that it's not where you're supposed to be at all. No, but it requires a ton of focus to not go there. Right. So <clears throat> as we're recording, there's a T-square with Moon and Gemini opposing Jupiter and the galactic center in Sagittarius, squaring into Mercury and by wide degree, uh, Venus crossing Neptune in Pisces. The moon's going to move on by the time this goes up, but the square between Jupiter and the, and, and the galactic center and Sagittarius to the Pisces stuff will still hold when this recording goes up. Um, there's another T-square of North Node and Cancer opposing Pluto, Saturn, South Node, and Capricorn to the Sun and Aries. That's a lot of tension, a whole lot. Um, and both of them are going to hold for a bit. <clears throat> the sun will, will the sun will break apart the T square between the nodes. Right. The moon will break apart the T square to Pisces. But Jupiter at the galactic center is going to hold. Mercury will be faster, and then but we got to get Neptune. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Venus out too, and. Pluto and Saturn and the South Node are going to hold. I I realize I'm nerd talking, okay? I'm, but what I'm what I'm trying to get across is that there's a whole lot of strong tension right now. It's going to let up a little bit, but not a lot. Mm -hmm. We're kind of in it. It feels like. Do you remember the old school fans that would sit in your windows and or on your like countertops? And how you, as a kid, you'd get really, really close to them and do the, oh, wow, wow. And then like that kind of tension where it's so much reverberating that you think that it's happening in your brain, even though it's like you're hearing. Oh, your yeah. Go through. That's like the feeling that I have with all of these energies right now. Like that there's so much, like it, it's hard to distinguish. Is it happening internally or is it happening externally? And I'm feeling it, right? Like that's like, this lack of separation between the two. Oh yes, I have that feeling too, where <clears throat> I'm going, is this just in my head? Right. Or am I evaluating something that's happening out there? Right. The T-squares, both happening at the same time, say both. Mm -hmm. You're evaluating things that are falling down and collapsing. You're needing a lot of self-care because there's vulnerability in not having control over everything. And having to use your power, your personal power, your personal strength to address those things. There's a battle of the mind too. That's just in the mind mm -hmm. of, <clears throat> can you have faith and trust that life is in your favor? Can you hold the note of hope is always alive, no matter what? Can you? I mean, I think that's such an interest. It's such a telltale question, a telltale question, right? Can you keep hope alive no matter what? That life is always in your favor. Like you're really quickly aware of where you have limitations when you ask yourself that question of, oh, 
well, I think it's always alive to this degree, or as long as these things happen, as long as this person's here, or as long as I'm in this kind of relationship, like you're very acutely aware of where there's actual, like where you have preconceived boundaries and limitations to your hope and your faith. There's a, <clears throat> there's a cap in your head about literally unlimited possibilities based on disappointment. Mm -hmm. It's Mercury in Pisces is bringing up karmic stuff. It's bringing up where things ache and need healing. It's having you evaluate how you've suffered and don't want to anymore. So it puts a cap on it. Jupiter at the galactic center says that we have unlimited possibilities. Hope is always alive. And the beliefs we hold will dictate the world we live in. Mm -hmm. So if you believe that hope is alive, as long as this person stays where they are, that's your belief. Right. If that person decides they don't want to be there anymore, you lose all hope. And you have no possibility that you can think of. But if you, if you go, hope is always alive, I know that I have unlimited possibilities. And if that person decides they're going to move on, then I'm going to do something else. I'm going to go do something else. It puts a cap on where you go. You're, the beliefs you hold are going to dictate how you live. Mm -hmm. I completely agree. And then I keep hearing like that whole, it's just, I mean, and it's a judgment, right? Of, well, that's just wishful thinking. Like I'm, I'm thinking about like, one of the teachers that I sat with was, uh, it was a finance class, right? And we were talking about like, um, how much money you would like to make per month, right? And so the, the class is presented with, well, how much money, what is your number? We all have a number. I need to make this amount of money to pay my rent, to get groceries, right? Like this is my number. And then the teacher pushed and was like, okay, well, what would it take or what would it look like to make twice that amount? And then immediately you start to see people falter, right? Of like, I, that's how, how am I going to do that with what I'm currently making, like what I'm currently doing? There's no way. There's not enough hours in the time. There's not my job's not going to support that. And then they went on to be like, okay, well, what would it take to make five times that amount? And then all of a sudden, everybody's like, no, what? That's not even conceivable. Like what? And like this conversation about like, well, is that wishful thinking? Right? Is it just really like fanciful thinking to be like, oh, well, there's it's unlimited possibilities? Is it? To truly believe in unlimited possibilities is like such an ego check. <laughs> like, of, we don't have all the information. We just can't. And like to lean into the place of, well, curiosity. I wonder what it would take to make 10 times the amount that I need to make for rent or what it would take to be in a relationship that was like exponentially expanded than feeling limited so when this good as we're recording we're a couple hours away from jupiter retrograding in sagittarius when this goes up it will have gone into retrograde mm -hmm. jupiter retrograde it's going to be that jupiter has left the building so jupiter's come in and said all right look y'all have unlimited possibilities and hope is always alive and we're kind of like really and, and jupiter goes yeah watch it's trying to bring up all a whole bunch of new things. Right. And then Jupiter goes, 
All right, so y'all go do something with that. I'll be back later. And leaves. You're on your own. And so you got to watch it. The beliefs you hold will dictate the world you live in. What is the belief that you have? If this is around relationships and you go, well, I believe that I'm going to be happy as long as this person stays. You will be tested on that. You'll be tested on it. If you believe that if this is in money, I believe that I can make enough to get by and I'm probably going to have to work my ass into the ground. Okay. That's not, that's not the limit, but sure. Okay. You can live that way. Or do you believe that you're really good at what you do and you can find new ways to do that really good thing? And there is no limit on how you will be compensated for it. Try new things. Try new things. Come from a place of, I have unlimited possibilities on what I can do with this. See what happens. On an adventure. I'm on a new adventure. Hope is alive and we have unlimited possibilities. Let's do some fun shit. And then Jupiter's going to go direct in August and go, wow, you guys did a lot. You're a little off track. Let me help you. Let's put this back together a little bit. Here's another possibility. Look at that too. But good job. Good job. I'm proud of you. And, and then Jupiter's going to bring in some more and help you some more. But if your belief falls into, I'm screwed. Hope has left the building and there is no more left. And I can't think of anything to do about this. Then you will have to wait 12 years for Jupiter to come back to try again. When you believe that you are out of hope and there are no options, you will think of nothing new to do because mm -hmm. that's the belief you hold and that's the world you're going to live in. Mm -hmm. I love the synchronicity of this. This morning I was teaching my class and we were talking about um, the power of our mental state and we were talking about Dr. Emoto's work who looked at um, changing water molecules with the power of our thoughts, right? And how we can literally change water mo molecule structures. And so we were talking about moving that belief upon like food of like, if we always look at our bodies and we're like, I'm inherently unhealthy. And these are the thoughts that we think, the beliefs that we carry of like, I always feel horrible in my body. I am inherently unwell. I never am gonna feel good. Then that's how our body starts responding. Right. And they've done studies with this looking at plants, right? Like a plant that gets spoken to with loving and appreciation and kindness and gratitude and um, exhaustion for just existing flourishes versus if we do the opposite, then they start to shrivel, shrivel up and die. Right. And how I think we don't really, um, in general, most people do not really understand the power of their thoughts and how important it truly is if it can change on water molecule and most of our body is made out of water molecules, then what difference it can make of our whole entire lives to shift all of our intentions, to shift our whole entire thoughts. And I, to me, it's like this greatest experimentation of like, well, what do you have to lose? By looking at where you have a limited belief and trying to shift it and choosing to shift it into an unlimited belief. I think it is it the six tones of creation the seven tones of creation there's um tones mm -hmm. uh six tones of creation if you look it up on youtube it'll show 
it'll show six um, molecules that go along with those tones. And it, within the comments, you can see on YouTube, it gives a description of each tone, which hertz it's at, and what that, what that, what that wavelength produces in life. Yeah. Because consciousness exists on a wave level. Mm -hmm. It's based on intent. It's based on vibration. For anyone who's listening, you can look it up on YouTube and just hit play. It, I think it lasts an hour. Hit it in the background and your, your body hears it. Mm -hmm. Your mind hears it. It affects it on a wave level. Same thing that, that the intention did with the water molecules. It can happen to you. Six tones of creation play. I mean, sometimes I play the shit out of that. Like, I need all the tones. Come on. <laughs> but you react to it just like you said. Just like water molecules react to it, you react to it because you're almost you're 90% water. Is that right? No, 70%. Right 70% water. So you react to it too. Mm -hmm. so it's going to be really important between now and August. Be very mindful. Be mindful of your intent and your beliefs and where you're operating from. Yeah, I think it's really fascinating, like this, the sound therapy and sound healing, because it has the ability to use those megahertz to stimulate new brain patterns, right? It's the same thing that happens within meditation, where if we really advanced meditators, they are able to enter into different levels of uh, brainwave activity that can calm their body, right? Where they're more in alignment with like love, they're, the perception and the feeling of love. Um, and that is some of the most powerful work. Like when I, you can use it for sleep, you can use it for concentration, you can use it for opening up your heart chakra and connecting with this ability to like receive love and gratitude. And you, I agree, like I put it on in the background a lot of times when I'm feeling really frazzled especially in this climate right now where like my mind wants to race. I've been listening to one that's to help me concentrate and all of the work that I have to do. So my list and then my ability to concentrate because it helps me um, tune out where the negativity wants to come in, where the doubt wants to come in, where my limitations want to sneak in and around. Like it's almost like you're flushing your system and your being with another level of consciousness to raise you to where you want to be at. I love that so much because the thoughts on the past or disappointment or fear, they're valid and real for sure. You don't want to suppress who you are. Right. If something hurts, you want to be able to go, I wonder why I'm still hurting about that. But at some point it's like, let's just wash it out. Mm -hmm. Let's just wash it out. It's kind of both, but either way, whether you're going, giving yourself a lot of self mercy and compassion for things that you've been through and you're like, sorry, that still hurts. And also giving yourself mercy and going, I don't want to tell that story anymore. I'm sick of it and just get it out. Either way, you're getting it off of you. Right. Because new worlds are trying to form. New possibilities are trying to come in. There's a lot collapsing in what's not going to hold anymore. There's a whole lot coming up too. Mm -hmm. And don't you want to be in that? I want to be all up in that. I don't want distress or fear or worry or disappointment to make me retreat 
and not participate in it. I want to be all the way in it. That's why we're here. Yeah, I think also like keep seeing the um, tarot card. I think we've also I have personally led with this. I feel I feel like this has collectively happened of leading from the place of well that I was hurt by that. I was suppressed by that. I was limited by that, right? Like we've done that. That that pattern has been played out. We have made actively those choices too. I have to be in defense right now because I was hurt by this similar experience in another like circumstance, right? We've we've flexed that muscle repeatedly so that we know how to protect ourselves, that we know how to lead with disappointment. We know how to protect because of fear of things going wrong. But that muscle of what if it all works out better than I could have anticipated? That muscle's not so strong, right? Like so it takes like that that choice of that. I, I think I'm going to engage in this. Let's see. I like that a lot. I like it a lot of, I've already done that. I've already done that. I don't want to do it again. Let's do something new. I mean, Jupiter retrograding in, in Sagittarius is giving us the opportunity to go on a new adventure. And to go on a new adventure, you have to be able to go, I don't know, let's see what happens. Mm -hmm. And not plan everything out. You don't know. You don't know what's going to happen. That's part of the fun. Yeah, it's the roller coaster ride, right? It's choosing to engage, and it's like that that point about like, well, if all of life can come to us with ease, it can also be a shit ton of fun, right? Like we can enjoy the ride of it as well. If it can happen with ease, and that's part of like unlimited possibility, then it can also be really rewarding and exhilarating and fun. I don't know. Have you ever? hung out with the Sagittarius. Yeah. They have fun doing all kinds of stuff. They can have fun in a trash can. I mean, my son's a Sagittarius and the, oh. one of the things that I love about him is that everything is always an adventure. Like it does not matter. Everything is always met with an, this is, Oh, this is an adventure. What are we going to do now? We're going to walk down the street. This is amazing. We've never done it like this before. Right. Of like really, it's so refreshing to be around that energy because it helps. Um, it helps, and his father's a Sagittarius too. It helps to cultivate that like mentality of like, oh, I wonder how I can engage in life in a different way. Yeah, and they they also they also are kind of ridiculous. Like if you yeah. hang out with a Sagittarius, they're like, watch this, and they do something. You're like, what are you doing? What are you doing right now? Mm -hmm. And I love it. I've got so much heaviness and and like weight in my chart, you know. Right. so much intensity that when I get around a Sag and they're just being ridiculous, I'm like, this is amazing. Keep doing that. Yeah. Keep doing that. Yeah. Cause it's a lightness. It's like, um, <laughs> I keep getting that image of when I lived in Montana, we w went to some avalanche classes on what to do if you were ever caught in an avalanche. Right. And one of the things that stuck out with me the most was about like this balloon thing that you are supposed to keep with you when you are backpacking in case that there is an avalanche. And it basically is just like you launch it and then up through the snow will come a balloon. That way somebody can see that you're trapped under there, right? And that's how I feel like Sagittarian energy is, especially in the current energies that we're in. Like it can feel really overwhelming and very um restrictive because we're so caught in the mind game of it all the battle of the mind right now and then there can be like this ridiculousness of like 
wonder what it would look like for balloons to pop up everywhere. Huh. <laughs> like that could be my rescue mechanism, right? Like of how, how do I lean into that? Like joyfulness. I think, um, I think a, a, a spot to maybe try to come from whenever you're like, okay, if we have unlimited possibilities, right? Hope is always alive. What would that mean? To follow, to follow any idea with, sure, why not? Make it light, make it an adventure. Not like, okay, I guess I'll try. Oh, come on. That's not Sagittarius. Right. Make it fun. Make it something you really want to do where people go, what are you doing? And you're like, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> it, should be, it should be like that. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Let's see what happens. I don't know. Let, it be, let it be a game. It's like finding that joy and that, um, that, that childlike entertainment with, it, with life. Because that's, that's what helps us find the lightness in all of this. Yeah, because what else are you going to do? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is so serious and heavy everywhere. And yeah, we have to address that. And yes, we have to keep moving forward. And yeah, we need lots of self-care. And we have to evaluate our faith. And we have to be really strong. And we have to heal our wounds and all that shit. Yeah, totally. Still holds. Not going anywhere. Right. You can also laugh. I mean, come on. Right. Find yeah. the humor in the world, for sure. Right. There's lots. There's lots in the world. Still there. 